Welcome to On The Rise, a podcast about female college tennis players on the way up. On The Rise serves compelling stories and unique angles in women's college tennis. This is your host, Perry Shinen. In this episode of On The Rise, I will be speaking with Texas A&M senior Riley McQuaid, who finished four years with the Aggies as the active leader in career singles victories. Led by head coach Mark Weaver and assistant coach Jordan Zabo, Riley posted an 81-36 singles record and achieved a career-high doubles ranking of 67 during her time in College Station. Hello, welcome to another episode of On The Rise podcast. I'm joined today by Riley McQuaid. How are you, Riley? So far, so good. It's sunny and 75 in California. There's not much to complain about. (laughs) So nice that you were home in California, but let's go back to your experience in Texas. How was that? Oh my gosh, this past year has been one like no other. But this past year was probably my favorite, and I really, truly wouldn't change a thing about it. Very cool. So for our listeners, what year are you? And tell us about your teammates. Yeah, so I'm graduating, so I won't be on the team anymore. But this past year, we had mainly upperclassmen. Actually, we had three seniors and five juniors. And honestly, it was really special because we were that same team for the last three years. When the juniors came in, we were sophomores. So it was three sophomores, five freshmen, and it's been an incredible experience being able to all grow together, develop, and get better. And really, the team hasn't changed the past three years, so it's been really special. Wow. So what an opportunity to really bond with the girls over a long period of time. Tell me, before Texas, what did you do? How did you get there? So my story is a little bit different. I actually committed to a school prior to Texas A&M, and things ended up falling through my senior year. So I did basically two rounds of recruiting. And, you know, with tennis, a lot of girls commit junior year, early, mid-junior year. So I felt like I was immediately back at square one. I hadn't played very many tournaments. I felt like a liability calling coaches. Um, So it was a different, very difficult position to be in. But, you know, my goal was just to reach out to two different coaches each day. And that led me to Texas A&M and talking with Coach Mark Weaver. And honestly, the rest is history. I took a visit and just absolutely loved it and knew I would be there. And now I'm a graduate. So it's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, that's how I ended up in Texas. That must have been a lot. You must have been so relieved when you committed. I was so relieved. I mean, I was also told from the prior school that I would be ineligible. So not only was I calling coaches like late in the game, haven't played a tournament in a while and also being like, oh, I'll probably have to redshirt my freshman year was a really difficult situation because it's like, nobody really wants that. You know, you're not ideal at that point. So for Mark Weaver to take a chance on me and I ended up being eligible the whole time, the prior school didn't realize that. So it was really like an absolute sign that it happened. And I believe that everything happens for a reason. And there was definitely a reason that I ended up at uh, Texas A&M. So I was really thankful. Wow. Well, Let's go back a little bit farther into your childhood. And could you tell me, who did you grow up playing tennis with? So I grew up in Southern California. My dad was a head tennis pro at a club in Newport Beach. So really, by the time that I could walk, I had a rack in my hand. You know, I don't really remember not having one. So I started at the age of two was my first lesson. And I've played ever since. And when I turned around, I think it was eight or nine, I started training with the USTA. There were about eight girls of us that started training together at eight, and we trained together up until most of us went to college. So it was a really unique situation. Kind of felt like a team aspect. We were like the biggest competitors. But it was awesome, you know, being able to grow up with them and train with them and then transition to a team sport, which is what college tennis is. So it was pretty unique. But um, junior tennis was a total grind. You know, I look back on it. I'm like, how did I do that for so many years? It's exhausting, but it was definitely worth it. I agree with that. Well, 
When did you start traveling nationally and internationally to tournaments? I started traveling nationally when I was young. I was about eight and I actually went to Texas. That was like my first big tournament in Austin. Internationally, I took a trip to Germany when I was 12. But I didn't do too much international travel, really. That was the only one, that in Mexico. But um, nationally, I was traveling ever since I was eight. So I was on the road a lot. And that's why I did homeschooling primarily. But yeah, I just felt like I was always traveling. Then I go to college and I'm just traveling around the SEC. So it's definitely been a long road and I'm ready to kind of settle down somewhere. For sure. So now let's move off the court. What are you majoring in? I majored in human resource development. I started as a business major and switched, I think, my sophomore year. And it was the best decision I could have made. I absolutely loved it. Um, I'm actually going into sales now, so I don't know how much of it I'll be using, but I really did enjoy it. Very exciting. So tell me about your summer. So I still have two classes that I need to take in order to graduate. Done with tennis. So this will be my first summer without having to train tournaments. Probably going to join a ladies league or something at this point. No, actually, that'll probably be later on down the road. But um, yeah, I'll just be taking summer courses, getting ready to start my job in August. Nothing too crazy. I'm working tennis camp at Texas A&M. So that'll be exciting. But that's about it. Very nice. And it must feel so different to be on the other end of it. Extremely. It is very weird in a sense that I feel like all of my accomplishments in the past came from tennis. And that was my identity. I was like, Riley the tennis player. Oh, yeah, Riley plays tennis. Well, now I don't anymore. So it's like trying to kind of figure out like, who am I without sport? So I'm definitely still working through that. It's definitely a challenge. And it's a process. And it's it's a weird feeling for sure, you know, played for so long. And it's all I've ever known. So yeah, trying to find that transition and balance into what work life is going to look like without sport and not having to manage such a heavy schedule. I have a lot of free time. So if anybody has hobby recommendations, I am totally open. (laughs) Well, I mean, I totally agree. And you said that so beautifully. It is the space where a lot of us are lost in between our competitive tennis careers and in the world beyond. So who do you have in your life that has been a support system for you during this time? A huge resource for me is my mom. You know, she has always been there for me through junior tennis, college tennis, exams. I'll call her all the time, be like, I'm so stressed. I don't know what to do. And she's talked to me. She's like, there will be days where you wake up and you're going to be like, who am I? And there will be times where you struggle with it. There are times where I feel relieved that everything's over. And, you know, one chapter is done and another one's opening. But she said that there would definitely be a lot of emotions and a range of them. So I know I can always go to her and talk to her about that, which is really nice. And I feel like I'm always going to be close to the sport, so I don't feel like I'm really losing anything. It's just not as big of a part of me as it once was. So how do you see yourself continuing to play, if at all? I mean, I'm working tennis camp this summer. I'll probably give a few lessons at home to some kids that I've taught in the past. So I do think I'll definitely be a part of it. And I do want to continue to play. It's a sport you can play for the rest of your life. You know, it goes through different phases and different chapters, and it won't be as competitive and yelling and screaming as college tennis once was. But um, I do see myself playing for the rest of my life. I don't think it's something I'll ever really shut the door to completely at all. And I just feel like there's so many people that don't talk about this transition. And so I'm wondering, have you talked to other players that have gone through this? And if so, what have they done? What's really nice is I feel like I have a few players that I've grown up with, like through junior tennis, and we're all in the same boat right now, where we're like, okay, now what? I mean, we all have like a plan. 
Um, some people are doing their master's. Some people are playing one more year. Some of us are done and we're just like starting to work. So it's nice, like not being the only one to do it alone and feeling like I haven't really left Texas A&M tennis. I mean, my teammates are truly my best friends and I talk to them every day and a lot of them are still on the team. So it's nice to like kind of live vicariously through them, I guess, one more year. But um, yeah, you know, I don't feel like I'm alone in this. And I do know a lot of people that have gone through this and reaching out to them would be a huge, um, I think, advantage and really helpful. So definitely something that I'm looking to do. But right now, I mean, season just ended last week. So I'm just like, decompressing, kind of enjoying my life at home, seeing my family. So um, definitely something I'm looking forward to doing this summer a little bit more as things transition. For sure. So take me through your last match. How was that? A range of emotions. I mean, it was really close. I mean, we made it to the Sweet 16 and we were the 10th seed and we were playing the 8th seed Florida State. So we knew it was going to be a big match. We lost to them two years prior. We went in and lost the doubles point, and singles was super close. And our team, we're mostly a singles team. We've done well in doubles, but singles is kind of when we pick it up and shine a little bit more. And the thing about it is I couldn't see the other girls' scores at all because they didn't have the score showing on the big scoreboard. So I could see, like, the two courts next to me. But being on court six, I couldn't see anything else that was going on. So I could see that, like, matches were finishing, but I was like... Did we win that? And I'm not going to ask coach like, hey, like, what's the score on so-and-so? I'm like, focus on my match, focus on what I need to do. So it was really, really challenging. And I knew that things were getting close when there were, I think there were three matches left. And my match, that's probably one of the most fun matches that I think I've ever played. You know, to be in Orlando at the host site, I was playing a girl that played very similar to how I play, which is a lot of slicing, putting a lot of balls in the court. And we were having points that were like a minute and 30 seconds long. And we were both like, you could just tell we were, we were getting exhausted. And I was like, we kept drop shotting each other. And I was like, Hey, like, do you want to call a truce? Like maybe no more drop shots. Cause like, I'm tired. Like, I know you're tired. Like, can we just like, maybe just rally? Like it was really exhausting, but it was so fun. And I was like out there and I was like, this is the reason I play. Like, these are the moments that I've trained so hard for, you know, and unfortunately we lost it for two and I didn't get to finish my match. But as soon as it ended, it was just absolute oh I was bawling I mean it was so emotional and I was sad I was relieved I was exhausted so there were a lot of emotions that were going on right after but I look back on it and I just have like the greatest memories from that match you know I couldn't picture a better way to end my career like that and honestly the hardest part was when we did our last team huddle and I was always the one that would be like one two three eggs and saying that and, like everybody could tell I was choked up and I'm like crying it, just, it was so hard realizing that that was done but um I couldn't picture a better way for it to end truly well I'm sure that your teammates will miss you a lot and I'm sure your coach will miss you as well but it's nice that you'll be able to be in Texas this summer as well so at least you'll be able to see them once in a while I hope so you know I we've gone through so much together not just me and the coaches but me and the girls so and it's like these four years are so pinnacle we develop so much you grow so much while you're in college that the people that you're around especially like with our team three years all together those relationships don't just go away when you graduate this isn't just a four-year rotation and then everybody leaves and goes their separate ways like you definitely stay in touch and I would hope that that would be the same on most teams because I know that's that's what it's going to be on my team and I'm so grateful for that but um, yeah, I know that I won't be far and I'll definitely be going to College Station every once in a while from Austin. But um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just a different time, but I'm excited and I'm really lucky to have the teammates that I do because they really aren't just like my teammates on the court. They're my teammates in life. Like I can always rely on them for anything and I know that they feel the same about me. So it's just a really, really good dynamic to have. 
My name is Riley McQuaid, and I am on the rise. And I'm your host, Perry Shinen, and this has been another episode of On the Rise. This has been an episode of On the Rise, a Tennis Channel podcast in partnership with Behind the Racket. Join us next time to continue our conversation about women's college tennis. This is Perry Shinen, On the Rise.